the meatloaf is a is a humble food. Is you got a meal, and you essentially made love to the cook. Yeah, I'm just gross. Here, here's 18 stories about me masturbating in a disgusting way. <laughs> well, that hair, to be fair, yeah. I'm gonna stop rhyming. Sushi jackknife, sushi jackknife, sushi jackknife, sushi jackknife, sushi jackknife, sushi jackknife. I got rock candy coursing through my veins. Yeah, rock candy. Rock candy! Coursing through my veins. My, ah! my tits are sweating. It's... <laughs> Was that the veggie loaf? It might have been the veggie loaf. <laughs> I... Oh, y'all, it has been a day. Let me tell you. Uh, it could be the burger I had from Jack Brown's earlier. Jack Brown's? I love Jack Brown's. You've been Jack, Jack Brown's? Brown. It's like a chain, but it's real good. No, but who is? I don't know. Some fucking guy. They make burgers? Yeah, they make burgers. And, you know, that's unremarkable. Mm -hmm. But Jack Brown's is pretty good. What you're referring to is what I had for dinner just now. Which was a, a veggie loaf. From Amy's. Yeah. From the freezer. Yeah. A, a veggie loaf. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Uh, the burger was better. <laughs> if, if that comes as a surprise. Veggie loaf. For those who want the mediocrity of meatloaf, <laughs> but without the meat. You know, I will defend meatloaf. It, if you have a good meatloaf, it's not bad. I like meatloaf. I A good meatloaf. A good meatloaf. There is a... Okay. I don't think I've explained my theory on food. Oh, on I you had a, a meatloaf-specific well, no, theory. Okay. It'll, it'll get tied in. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So every food, I feel like, exists on a 1 to 10 scale. Sure. 10 being the best... One being worst. Yeah. But the caveat here is there are certain foods that cannot reach a one and cannot reach a ten. Ah, uh, okay. So like pizza, for instance. Yeah. The lowest pizza's ever going to get is a six. Okay. All right. On a one to ten scale, sure. Like a, a bad pizza is still pretty good. It's still pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Tacos. Like it's it's going to be the lowest it gets is a five. Sure. Meatloaf gets the whole one to ten. It can be terrible. It can be really bad. Yeah. But it can be really good. Yeah. It can knock your socks off. So it's it's more of a gamble. Yeah. That's why people like pizza and tacos and burgers as their favorite foods, <laughs> because you can't be disappointed by those. This is a good theory. Yeah. No one ever says my favorite food is paella, because, right. man, that that's like a 1 to 20 scale right there. <laughs> It can be the greatest thing you've ever had, uh -huh. or you can puke a lot. Right. Yeah. You can physically get ill from <laughs> from, paella. from paella. So ceviche. Yeah. Something like that. Mm -hmm. You're right about meatloaf, though. I like a meatloaf. This but if is, you have a dry meatloaf, it's not good. Oh, it's bad. I love the layer of cooked ketchup. Mm -hmm. I'm a big. I know it's kind of weird and gross. I'm a big fan of that. No, I, I, you know what I'm saying. I am fully in support of Some that. Some people do barbecue sauce, maybe. I'm actually, I'm gonna alter the scale. All right. Of meatloaf because I don't think there's a middle of the road meatloaf either. Oh, so you're cutting out the. I feel like meatloaf exists in one to three or seven to ten. Okay. Okay. If you're rating a meatloaf, I see where you're. I could see where you would say that. Yeah. I I don't think you can have a a five meatloaf. It's either going to be terrible or you enjoy it, and it's good. Or it's going to be awesome. Hmm. Yeah. My grandma made a mean meatloaf. 
What what would you say out of ten? I put it at an eight or a nine. That's a good meatloaf. It's a really good yeah. meatloaf. Yeah, I think I've made a decent meatloaf. Mm-hmm. Seven, probably a seven meatloaf. Now, on the flip side, in my house, okay, we have uh, had recipes that we did not interpret correctly. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> or follow correctly for <laughs> yeah. meatloaf. Yeah. And that was definitely a two meatloaf. Mm. But then you have a whole thing of meatloaf, and you're like, well, we can't waste the meatloaf that we have here. Yeah. It's a weird concoction of things to work. Yeah, it it makes no sense. You've, I mean, I, I actually have a photo on my phone of the last time I made a meatloaf. Mm-hmm. And it's a bowl filled with ground beef, yeah. an egg. Yeah. Uh, various spices. Uh, what what vegetables go in there? An onion. Yeah. Maybe some garlic. Maybe maybe a little. Not you want you want some garlic? Just a little bit of garlic. Not like. Well, not pasta night garlic. Okay, that's you know. Yeah. The, the meatloaf is a is a humble food. <laughs> <laughs> it's the blue collar of certainly, foods. Certainly. Yeah. Uh, bell pepper, mm-hmm. I feel like, is a key component. I, I don't know if it's a key component, but it okay. does add something to it. You're more likely to get into that 7 to 10 range if you got the bell pepper. Got the green bell pepper in there. Yeah. Diced up. Everything diced. Yeah. Yeah, if you have big hunks of anything, get out. Mm, that's not meatloaf. Yeah. It's not loafy. No. <laughs> it's like it's like a, 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 I don't know, a stir fry. That... Just imagine eating a meatloaf and getting just like a an inch-long hunk of onion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be terrible. That's not right. That's not. How, it's a very consumable food. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing you should be pulling out of your mouth, because it's too big if it's a meatloaf, is, is one of your grandma's hairs. Right. Because that's bound to get in there. But the meatloaf is so good, yeah. you don't even care. You know, it's your grandma. Yeah. You spawned from her. I think that's the ultimate compliment of food. If you get uh, a hair in it and you're like, eh, I mean. I don't care. There's probably only one in here. That's fine. I'll just keep going. There's probably only one in here. Like, have you have you ever bought food, like gotten food from a restaurant? Yeah. And there was a hair in it, but yeah. you're like, yeah, I'm still going. Most of the time. Yeah. I, I This might be a little embarrassing to admit. I'm not, unless it's like a pubic hair. Yeah. And obviously a pubic hair. We all know what they look like. <laughs> Everyone's are pretty much the same. Yeah. Um. Assuming the curtains match the drapes or whatever. Right. Didn't understand that phrase for a long time, but now I get it. Um, unless it's a pubic hair. Yeah. I can pretty much handle it. Well, theoretically, they clean it. Yeah. Regularly. Yeah. Yeah. And I I know this is going to be a hot take for some people listening. Oh, okay. No one's ever gotten sick from a hair in their food. I don't They think just you... don't like it in their mouth. No. <laughs> right. It's... Well, because no one wants a hair in their mouth. It is taking the essence of another person, yeah, and putting it in your mouth. It is. It is a very intimate act. But it is. What you can take away from that that uh, situation is you got a meal, and you essentially made love to the cook. <laughs> Maybe you weren't looking for a personal connection with the line cook from Chipotle, but <laughs> maybe you were. <laughs> Maybe oh, I you have the avocado so well. <laughs> Maybe you haven't been touched in ages, and that's the closest you came. Uh, it, yeah, we. Uh, the last time I can think of this happening, we had um, euros 
from I can't remember where mm. it was at. Yes, and uh, my wife and I were both in the middle of talking about how how good they were. Yeah, yeah. And then right then she got a hair in it, and I'm like, eh, it's still pretty good though. Like in the tzatziki and everything. Yeah, uh, it's still pretty good though. Yeah. <laughs> so you just pluck it out you and just, go. You just keep going. Yeah. We have in our neighborhood Nolensville Pike. Yes. Little, I'm familiar. The woodbine strip. <laughs> A lot. Well, there's change happening now. A lot of little businesses that were there are leaving. We had that like I, antique shop. He's gone. The, yeah, the toy store. I don't want to talk. You know, this upsets me. What do you mean the turnover? Or yeah. The, the well, okay. So, I'm. I'm not opposed to progress sure. in a neighborhood. Sure. But I feel like we're going on the wrong side of gentrification here. Okay. Where it's not just progress, it's we're running out all of the local things, and eventually we're going to have a crumble cookie replace them. Yeah, that does make me sad a little bit. Now, crumble cookies are good. They're very good. But... (laughs) Actually, we have a friend that works at crumble cookies. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's a chain. You guys remember Michael from episode 200? Made us weird drinks. Michael works at crumble? Works at crumble cookie. I didn't know that. He loves it. I mean, they're good cookies. They're very I'm good. not knocking their yeah. business yeah. at all, but I don't necessarily want one in my neighborhood. Yeah, I don't either. I, I, it, it it does something, I I'm, feel, to your neighborhood. I'm concerned because we've got like a Peruvian restaurant. Yes, yes. I don't want them to go away. This is what I wanted to get to. Yeah. We have little strips of, and they're always, there's a lot of restaurants that come and go. There's a lot of businesses in general that come and go. Right. Restaurants have come and gone. Strikeout Wings moved. They're still in business, but they they moved. Down the street. We have to drive now. Yeah. Loved having that there. Pretty good wings. They were very good wings. They were very good wings. We went there a few times. That that sweet and sassy sauce. If you're in Nashville, go get some sweet and sassy. Yeah. It is good. And sweet and sassy. You might throw in a deep fried Oreo. There you go. They're always pushing those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at one point, and, and the restaurants can very much be dodgy at times. Mm-hmm. There's one place I've never seen a human being in it, ever. It's called like, I, it looks like Parisian or something cafe, but that's not what it is. It's something. I know which one you're talking, you're talking about, about. And it, there, it's one of those that you look at and you go, real business or drug front. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> I've never seen anyone there. I'm not sure yeah. the hours are posted. Right. Um, it There are clearly tables in there right. with tablecloths on them, but I don't know. The lights it's, are never on. It's where they run an underground fight club. I, I get, right? <laughs> like, you kind of think so. So, among those sketchy-ish restaurants, and, you know, let's redefine sketchy or just emerging businesses. Mm-hmm. There we go. At one time, there was a restaurant there. I want to say it was, I can't remember what it was called, but I want to say it was like Guatemalan food or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I went in there one day. Yeah. And they had a Cuban sandwich. That's not Guatemalan food. It's a Cuban sandwich. Right. But. They they understand. <laughs> they understand where they're at. Yeah. They're in the heart of Nashville. Yes. You're going to get some, some gringos walking in. <laughs> going, Guatemalan? What do y'all eat? Well, I'd like a Cuban. Yeah. <laughs> I was one of those gringos. Y'all the same, right? 
And you know what? It was a kick-ass Cuban sandwich. Yeah. I had it at least twice. And this was one of those scenarios. I know this restaurant you're talking about. You know which about, one I'm talking about? We ate there. It was very good. It was very good. Yeah. One time I got a huge hair in the middle of the sandwich. Yeah. Like on the tomato and all. I, I ate the whole sandwich. You, That's how you good do, it was. You have to. Yeah. In a situation, especially, I I feel like I'm more lenient if it's a local place. Yeah. Yeah. If I got a Burger King hair. Yeah. It's a different story, isn't it? Oh, man. That Whopper's ruined. <laughs> well, that hair, to be fair. Yeah. I'm going to stop rhyming. <laughs> uh, could have originated yeah. anywhere in the country. That's true. You don't know if that was in the... <laughs> The processing of the food. Exactly. Or the cooking of the food or the delivery of the food. <laughs> um, you do know that whatever whatever that person, whatever hair that came from. Yeah. 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 Um, that person wouldn't pass a drug test. That's yeah. what you know. That's if what you know. It came from Burger King. Right. <laughs> And because I consume their hair, I can yeah. I can run said test. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if you didn't pass a drug test because you ate a Burger King hair. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> There's so much residual THC in there that you. Wow. That that is actually hard to imagine. Yeah. Now, okay. So speaking of THC, okay, I had this thought the other day. So, um, CBD. CBD. Legal everywhere with THC. Wait. Not every, but like most states, it's legal. What are you saying? The CBD it's with legal. THC. Like the Delta 9, Delta 8, Delta 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, are businesses really going to be able to drug test everyone for THC now? Certain jobs will have to. Yeah. Other gigs, no. No. I, I mean, it's... I feel it's, like at this point, you just have to go, eh. Yeah. I mean, what do you... Because it sticks around mm -hmm. in your system. I mean, I don't know if it shows up in like urine that long. It's I've I've looked it up because I'm a very curious person. Yeah, it's like it's a few days. Okay, okay, that it's in your pee. Yeah. Okay. And if it if they do a hair test, it's forget about it. A month, like minimum. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's gonna have to be a level of just accepting it, right? Like you would think so. I mean, maybe if you're not, maybe if you're, if you're flying airplanes, maybe not. You, you're in charge of all the Pentagon secrets. <laughs> okay. You got to think at a high level job like that, Pentagon secrets job. Yeah. They allow for a certain amount of indulgence. Would you think? Tomfoolery? I would Shenanigans? Think the stress? You know what would be a good movie? A Cheech and Chong movie where they get a job at the Pentagon. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a title, but I got nothing. I'm, I just keep my brain just keeps going up in smoke, and I'm like, yeah, they made that movie. Yeah, that's that's the one. <laughs> uh, that and it has to be '70s Cheech and Chong, not modern day Cheech and right. Chong. So it's right. not going to happen. We can't time travel, but it's true. I'd watch that movie. It would be good. <laughs> Is Up and Smoke the one where the van is like mm -hmm. basically made of weed? Yeah, I, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, and it catches fire at some point naturally. <laughs> they haven't caught. They're not really my uh, cup of tea, but that's like the one thing I remember. <laughs> yeah, there was a. Uh, I hope it's still there. I don't know. There was an East meets West restaurant drive. I'm pretty sure it was drive-through only in Atlanta, and it's called Cheech and Chong's. 
and it was <laughs> Mexican food and Chinese food. <laughs> I I really like that. Isn't actually. that great? <laughs> I mean, I never ate there, right? But it it's kind of on. I wish I had. It, it's kind of on the level of munchies. Do you remember munchies here? I, I remember it being a thing. It's like yeah. the tagline for munchies is where you go when you've got the munchies. <laughs> so like, Pre- pretty pretty subtle. Yeah, I feel like Cheech and Chong's is on the same level. Let's see. Cheech and Chong's. Yeah. I, and as far as I know, it's the only one. I don't know. And I don't know if it was like a, a deal they did or or what. Um, It doesn't look like it's still uh, there. That would be my guess. Yeah. Um. I like that idea a lot. That's, you know what? That's something more restaurants need to embrace. I'm going to call it the Kentaco, the Kentaco <laughs> hut. Um, Effect. Yeah. yeah. Just give me all the options. Anything, I don't know yeah. what I'm going to want when I show up. Right. Well, we may have spoken of this before, but we have the assembly food hall. Yeah. Food court. Food court. It's a food court. Yeah, that's I, we did speak of this. Yeah, we, we did. We we went court. all the way through that. It's a food court, and they're not tricking me. It's a great place to go. It is because in a food court, you can get any number of things. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like that, but like condensed into one restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I like that idea. But see, the thing that's disappointing about the Kentaco Hut, yeah, is Ken Taco <laughs> well, or Hut. Well, first off, what's <laughs> disappointing about the Kentaco Hut is where you're at, because. <laughs> Most likely you're on a turnpike in the middle of Missouri. <laughs> I was going to say Bethesda. <laughs> That's not great either. Isn't that in Missouri? Isn't yeah. there a Bethesda, Missouri? Yeah. It's not. Oh, man. Now, I wonder if there's a Kentucky hut in Bethesda, Missouri. I'm mm-hmm. looking this up. Um, the thing that's about a Kentucky hut is one of those, either Kentucky or hut, is going to be disappointing. That's true. So The hut, by the way. Yeah. The hut's the disappointing one. Well. Because it's the personal pan pizzas that have been in a warmer. Yeah. Or it takes extra time to get it for some reason. Yeah. The, like, the Kentaco part, it's limited menus. Right. But, like, you know, the chicken's going to be chicken. And the tacos are going to be tacos. It's that personal pan pizza. (laughs) Disappointing. Bethesda. Oh, I'm thinking Maryland, not not Missouri. I mean, same place. <laughs> but as you were saying, it, yeah. it's become a joke. Yeah. No one, I mean, n- no one goes, hey, let's go to the Kentaco Hut. Everyone <laughs> ironically goes, let's go to the Kentaco Hut. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> the other one I've seen, which is a rarer find, is the um, Long John Silver's slash A&W. Oh, yeah. No, I had one of those um, in Olathe. When oh, I lived there okay. as a child, yeah, 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 it makes no sense. Makes no sense. However, I'm going to I'm going to defend it, and here's why. Okay. Number one, living in Nashville, we have no Long John Silvers, and oh, yeah. I have grown to miss a Long John Silvers. Really? Yeah. We have a Captain D's. Not the same thing. Mm. Long John Silvers, terrible, but kind of good. I think the same thing of Captain D's. Okay. This is I think this is based on where we were raised. Right. Yeah. A and W terrible, but also kind of good. Yeah. So you've got two trash 
but kind of good restaurants <laughs> joining forces into the ultimate trash but kind of good place occupying the same space you can and you can go there order the uh the captain's platter or yeah. whatever it is at long john silvers yes but still get the frosty mug that's true for the a and w root beer that most of their business has to be the root beer i mean it's yeah. kind of a big deal yeah um they and they they have it in a big special barrel it's i mean it's just a tap it's it's the normal <laughs> but it looks like a barrel um yeah it it's you know that's the way to go that is the way to go all the trashy fast food places need to team up with another <sighs> trashy fast food uh, for a while our um our uh oh uh white castle white castle over here yeah was with church's chicken oh yeah i forgot that was a good combination but then they yeah. kicked churches out and now it's just white castle i do you know i do like a white castle now and then oh come on well where i grew up we didn't have white castle we had crystal i, I was gonna say it's you're supposed thing. to like crystal i mean i do like crystal but i have white castle and uh uh this is gonna shock some people it's exactly the same yeah <laughs> well no the difference is white castle is from up north yeah and so, if you're up north, you get your weird greasy burgers from yes. White Castle. Your sliders. Yeah. If you're down south, you get your weird greasy sliders. Yeah. Fancy it From up. Crystal. Right. Um, either way, you get diarrhea. <laughs> it doesn't matter where you're at. The results are the same. That's that's the thing that <laughs> if uh, if those had been around during the Civil War, would have united the north and the south. The Confederacy... And the union yeah. would have been like, hey, did you get diarrhea? Yeah, you got diarrhea too? Okay. You know what? We can't digest this food. Let's just get back together. <laughs> Maybe together we'll come up with something. And <laughs> they what won't. they came up with was the Kentaco hut. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, weirdly, the Lon John Silver's A&W makes... Okay. I, I, I phrase that backwards. Weirdly, the Kentaco Hut makes more sense in my brain mm. than the Lon John Silver's Oh, no, it makes a lot more sense. Okay. But think about it this way, too. I'm thinking. Long John Silver's and A&W are on polar opposites yes. of the food world. Yes. You got fish and chips, fast food fish and chips, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And you got burger and fries. Yes, their chips and fries are the same. I'm a, I know, but they're different foods. They're as far away as possible. Bringing those together, you get two very diverse groups of fast food oh, people coming. Yeah. I I think you're onto something. I I think it was a great idea. <laughs> now, if you could get all five, oh man, into one place, because Kentaco Hut, Hut so is man. missing a burger. They are. That's true. You need the burger. That's what unites them, though. That they don't have a burger? They don't have a burger. But if they had the burger... Yeah. And it can't be a McDonald's. Because sure. that overpowers the other three. You have to have an equal partner. Well, yeah. McDonald's &W, is the largest. Yeah. yeah. A&W would be a good partner to throw in there. It's You're not going right. to overpower the other three. You're not wrong. So if you have a party of five, mm -hmm. everyone wants something a little different. Right. You go to the Kentaco Silver 
A and W hut. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. <laughs> At what point do we just have to come up with a new name for it? You just have to have a different. Well, yeah. then you have the assembly food hall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that was the entire planning of these food halls. Yes, someone had this idiotic conversation we've just had for the last twenty minutes, <laughs> and then went. Well, let's just call it a food court. No. No. Food hall. They're paving, and it, maybe that's mm. what they're doing. They're preparing us all for, for the inevitable. For the ultimate corporate takeover of food halls? I think so. <laughs> I think so. You mean I can get hush puppies and churros? Yeah. That would actually be, oh, man. Think of all the different combinations. That, number one. That sentence made my cholesterol go up <laughs> like 200 points. But number two, that sounds like a fantastic pretty, pretty situation. Good. Pretty good. Hush puppies are great. Mm -hmm. They're <coughs> they're grease receptacles yeah. that you get they're, to eat. They're the unsung heroes of any fast food place. I agree. You ever notice when you go to Burger King, not to change the subject, yeah. it's a veer. I'm not, I'm not changing. No, it's, it's uh, we're very, very into the weeds on fast food. Go ahead. You often get a, an onion ring at random yeah. thrown into your fries. It's a nice little treat. It is nice. It's a little, a little surprise for you. McDonald's does not have onion rings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, McDonald's doesn't like treats or surprises or yeah. fun things or good food. That's right. They like <laughs> uniformity. Right. That is their main goal. Yeah. Um, can I can I tell you a controversial yes opinion I of have that's going can. to offend at least half of our listening audience? Well, let's alienate some people. The McDonald's French fry. Yes. Not that good. And people, <laughs> I know, are enraged right I, now. I would rather have the Burger King French fry. You know, I'm gonna put myself out there on a limb with you mm -hmm. a limb that might snap and kill us both they're not they're not as good as everyone thinks they are they're really not they somehow they get cold in 45 seconds you, you know what i think that is <laughs> i think it's because they're so thin yeah they're so they don't you, have enough mass you to want hold that, onto the heat you want some pillowy potato mush yeah. and there's not any of that yeah no, a hot, fresh Burger King fry with a couple onion rings mm -hmm. accidentally in there. Oh, yeah. Accidentally oh, yeah. on purpose mm -hmm. is, is, a, is a nice thing. And Arby's fries beat all of them. Fuck yeah. People think I'm gross. People in my life. About fries or just in general? Well, <laughs> <laughs> People think I'm before, gr before we came down here, we do have to yeah. stop here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your your daughter was telling us that if we groomed, yes. we would look like respectable gentlemen. Yeah. yeah, and said that uh, you would look uh, was not dapper, uh, not dandy. No, it was it was something very uh, essentially handsome. Handsome. Yeah. If you had twenty four seven grooming, <laughs> well, we had. <laughs> We had accidentally introduced the term metrosexual to yeah. her, which is out of usage. So, best okay. that we can tell. Well, we have to talk about this for a second. Yeah, is it out of usage? I don't. I I, I, I haven't I, kept up on 
the usage of metrosexual. It seems like a way. It seems like a transitional phrase. Yeah. Term. That people of around our age Uh and maybe a bit older were using as a way of saying... Well, it's it's sort of an emasculating term, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's a very emasculating yeah. term, but really, when you break it down, what it means is they don't use Axe body spray; they use cologne. <laughs> this is a, a this is basically a man, probably a straight man. Yeah, because if he was gay, you would just say he was gay, right? But a straight man who cares for his appearance, yeah, more than other straight men, and the bar is low. No, no it's very uh, low. very low. Like they use shampoo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I, the beards came in. Yeah, and I feel like that might have killed it a that little bit. That killed the metro. But you Am be, I a part of killing metrosexual? Yeah. Well, you can be very dapper with a beard. That's true. But not you me. Can't be but... a metrosexual with a beard because you have a beard. Hmm. I think that's that what is I'm saying. true. Oh, and the reason pe- people think I'm gross is because I like Arby's. Like, well, I for like the fries. Ar- well, everything. But the fries. The fries are great. Curly fries. Uh, yeah. No. They have crinkle fries. That's garbage. If you ever go to Arby's and get crinkle fries, you're a disgusting human being. Get the curly fries. Yeah, I'm just gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to metrosexual. Yes, yeah, metrosexual. And it's the, the weird thing about the word, it has nothing to do with their sexuality at no, all. No. No, what that, what that word actually implies. Yes. Is they want to fuck a building. <laughs> like, they, they would like to fuck a metropolis. They want to fuck a city. Yeah. Yeah. Not people in the city. No, the, the city itself. The actual city. Like, <laughs> they want to find a drain pipe in a building. <laughs> just go to town. You know what's weird? <laughs> this is weird. This is a weird tie-in. I, I've been watching these on HBO Max. been watching these DC superhero animated cartoon movies okay and there are a lot of them with uh this character john constantine you may have heard of keanu reeves did a movie it's not well regarded i vaguely remember this movie existing so he he john constantine is actually a a blonde british guy who's a chain smoker and a a horrible alcoholic who fights (laughs) demons with magic okay I, I, i feel like every british character has to be a chain smoker functioning alcoholic yeah 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 he's a great character yeah anyway. he's a great character one of the films i watched recently i think it was um john constantine city of demons i think it was he fucks the spirit of los angeles there is a human embodiment uh well actually i think it can possess various humans okay so the spirit of the city of los angeles possesses a woman and he has sex with this woman right uh, that's that mm. seems so so john constantine's a metrosexual i guess he's, a met- he's the only metrosexual <laughs> i guess that's what i'm saying yeah he's yeah. he's it he's it <laughs> so it it chose a woman and possessed that woman or it became a woman no it's it's sort of like a spirit okay and throughout the film i was just gonna ask like is the city of la hot I mean, the, but if they chose, if yeah. it's choosing a woman, it's going to choose a hot woman. Oh, it definitely did. A cartoon hot woman. Yeah, like you know what city? <laughs> I mean, there are there are a bunch of cities that wouldn't if they were, yeah. you know, 
man or woman. Bethesda. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia could be hot. Uh, don't, no. don't put it past Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia is not going to be. The, the spirit of Philadelphia could be uh, smoking. Pittsburgh. Okay, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, I think we can agree on that. St. Louis. Average. Uh, St. Louis maybe kind of down home. Yeah. Um, and more of a city you marry than... Right. You yeah. want to take St. Louis home to meet the parents. In Bethesda. Yeah. But you you don't... You know, it's not like the dream body for a city, you know? Atlanta, though. Yeah. I mean, hot Atlanta. Yeah. Not for nothing. All right. Yeah. Nashville. Needy. Yeah, but, very needy. But, but attractive. Love me. A lot of hats. I can't do it with the true. can't do it with the fucking hats anymore. People come to this town. Yeah, they buy stupid fucking hats and and boots and insist on wearing them. Okay, this is a pro tip for anyone thinking of vacationing in Nashville. Yes, um, there are places everywhere saying you can get three pairs of boots for the price of one. Yes. They just mark their boots up to three times the price. <laughs> Amen, brother. You're just paying for three pairs of boots. <laughs> Please stop buying them. <laughs> I, we, uh, my wife and I played a game for a while when we moved here. Yes. Called Tourist or um, Belmont Student. <laughs> When we would see a girl wearing cowboy boots and shorts. Yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) It's a hard game to play. It's a hard game to play. Because they they dress the same. It's very hard to tell. (laughs) Um, Even more specifically, you could say like Belmont Music Industry Studies Mm -hmm. student. Yeah. Yeah. They all buy their boots from the same place. True. They all have to have their cowboy boots with their Daisy Dukes when they go out. Yes. It's a, you know, it's a sad place to live sometimes. A a lot of times. A lot of, (laughs) there's a lot of, uh, I think Marty Stewart, country music's Marty Stewart, has a great song, and I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it's about all the broken dreams Mm. that litter Broadway. There are a lot. And there are quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. It's at every, it's gotten to a point, and maybe I'm becoming too sympathetic to live here. Okay. Where anytime I go somewhere and there's like a, you know, a 30 year old country singer you've never heard of yeah. playing the generic country music that yeah. they would play, um, and it sounds fine. But it doesn't oh, yeah. sound great. Right. It just gets a little depressing. Because <laughs> you're, they're, they're going for it. Yes. And they were probably the, the best singer in their hometown. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. But being the best singer in your hometown and then moving to a city full of people who were the best singer in their hometown. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, uh, that happens and that's sad. Yeah. But then you also have truly talented people I've yeah. met, and it just never happens you, for well, them. Yeah, there's the element of luck. Yeah. Luck totally. is, like, with just a slightly different twist of fate. Yes. 
Brad Paisley would be one of those people I was pitying. He absolutely would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he got discovered, just randomly got discovered, yeah. I'm sure, and here we go. And sure, you can sit here and, and say, well, he can play that guitar real good, but there are a zillion people in this town. I, I, I guarantee he cannot play the guitar better than some of the people who yes. are toiling away. Yes. And never going to make it. <laughs> right. And then you get the other people. Who I've met a number of, mm-hmm. who have no idea <laughs> that yeah they are so far off the mark, <laughs> yeah, and they they shouldn't even be having these conversations with people right about their music because all all they're doing is embarrassing themselves. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's not like. Listen, I'm all for experimental music and all that, but there's a certain self-awareness that comes with that. Yeah. And these people don't have that. Well, it's... Okay, so, like, I think we would agree, both the music that both of us make. Yeah. We are aware it is not for everyone, and it is not a mainstream. (laughs) Correct. Yes. we. Yeah, we both know... Neither of us are trying to be the next Brad Paisley, for example. No, 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 no. Or anything even, anything commercially viable. Right. But if one of us went, I could make music like Harry Styles. Right. Then we have a problem. Yes, we absolutely have a problem. (laughs) We absolutely do. Yeah, it's and it's the country version of that everywhere. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh, oh, Harry Styles. Harry Styles today would be considered a metrosexual. He would. Um, except for, like, n- maybe Harry is into everything. It's it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. We used to call it, people used to say ACDC. I understand that's offensive now. But I think it's a very nice descriptor of what it is. There you go. Yeah. I, uh, so I don't know enough about Harry Styles. Well, and I don't actually know that he's ACDC. <laughs> I, but I do... Think Harry Styles? Yes, really likes publicity. He's <laughs> and he's very good at it. Yeah, yeah. I um, there there are certain people who wear dresses and whatnot in photo shoots. Yes, that you're like, okay, well, they're doing it because they do that. This is who they are. Yeah, yeah. And then there are other people. Okay, example: Kid Cudi. Yes, was on SNL. Yes, yes. And wore a sundress during a performance. Yes, as an homage to Kurt Cobain, mm. who wore a dress. Who wore a dress on stage, right? As did many other people in the okay. 90s. Very normal thing. Yeah, that is an authentic expression to me. Mm-hmm. Harry Styles going, "I'm doing a photo shoot, but I'm going to wear a dress while I do it," feels a little forced. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Again, it's self-aware. Right. It's like. But if people like it and if he's yeah, happy with it, yeah. whatever. I don't care. And people seem to really like his music. I and what I heard sounded yeah. very impressive. To I me. was I was told it was very good yeah. a week ago, yeah. and I haven't listened to it, and I'm probably not going to. <laughs> right. I, I think I've reached the point. I think I've reached the point where I'm sort of irrelevant. Okay. In my taste. Yeah. And I probably reached that point a few years ago. But you just didn't know it. <laughs> or I didn't accept it yet, and now I'm accepting it. Okay. 
I have no fucking idea what's going on anymore. Well, I, I've been at that point for a long time because yeah. I never really liked anything new. Yeah. I mean, the most mainstream stuff that I've ever liked is hip hop. Yeah. Right. Um, and you are a hip hop fan. Yeah. Yeah. But outside of that, yeah. Everything I like is definitely not what is yeah. popular. <laughs> and I, I, and you know, actually, I got to say, that's kind of, uh, it's kind of nice to hear. Yeah. Um, I am still listening to records from 30, 40 years ago. Oh, yeah. And that's like most of what I listen to. So, I mean, I listen to new stuff. That's not, that's not, but like, bad. my default is yeah. like, well, here's another REM record. Yeah. I haven't listened to it in a while. Like, I've listened to all of them, but eh, I can listen to this one again. Well, you have you have to have those records <laughs> that you revisit. Yeah, that mean a lot to you. Like, yeah. um, I just did this this last week, and I understand, before I say this, mm. that they're a problematic band now. Okay. Who is this? Brand new. Oh, yeah, because he, yeah. Because yeah, he's problematic. Yeah. Now, I will also add... Is anyone really surprised with the lyrics he wrote that he has some <laughs> yeah. problems? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I just listened to Deja Intendu. The astronaut cover. Yeah, it's right? so good. Yeah. That's it's such a good album. And I need to I need to dig back in. I've it's, listened to it, but it's been a long time. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. I remember everyone that was like a standout record of the what, early two thousands? Yeah. Like yeah. what I think it was two thousand three. Three sounds right. I just looked it up. Is the yeah. only reason I know this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, you listen to it, and number one, the first takeaway should be, oh yeah, no, we should have known he had a lot of deep seated issues <laughs> based right. on everything he wrote on this album. Right. Um. It, he has a song where the first part of. The chorus is "Call me a safe bet." I'm betting I'm not. <laughs> yeah, doesn't doesn't sound like he's uh, in a great mental headspace. The writing is on the wall. Yeah, um, but the other thing is, oh, it's such good songwriting. Or uh, the album after that. I don't know the one the that. Uh, the devil and God are raging inside me. That's a great title, but yeah, uh, this. The song Limousine. Okay. Um, it's one of the ones where it's not him having a problem. <laughs> oh, okay. Someone else is having a problem? Right. It's a, it's a song about a true story where a... I'm, I'm trying to remember all the details of it. But a mom with her two daughters were uh, on their way somewhere in a limousine. Okay. And the limousine got hit uh, just blindsided by a drunk driver uh, killed one of the daughters oh man and so it's a song about that if you can listen to that song and not feel something yeah you're dead inside <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think of connor oberst yeah and um you 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 your wife and my wife i didn't mm -hmm. go i should have gone um, you missed out. I did. Miss it was out. a good show. Went to see him. Yeah, over a year ago now. Yeah, we went and saw Bright Eyes uh, at the Ryman. Yeah, here in town. 
the writing is so on the wall. I mean, and he's not accused of like hurting women. Well, or he has been accused. Has he been accused? Uh, I I don't know if I told you this or okay. not. Okay. He's like the one incident of uh, the oh, Me Too. Yes, I do remember movement being bad. Yes, because he got accused falsely by someone and it was demonstrably not true <laughs> yes because he wasn't even there yeah he yeah he was not in the city at the time she said any of this happened i do remember this now i yeah. do remember this but he's another one where it's like he's not hurting women but like he's got problems oh yeah and and if if anything happens where so i have a weird line on this one all right uh, we'll we'll go back to brand new because I don't want to drag Connor into this because no. he hasn't done anything yet. No, right, exactly. But Jesse Lacey, the lead singer of Brand New, who um, what it it was he talked to seventeen year olds. I believe sounds right. I, don't I believe remember. that's what it was. Yeah. So he wrote these critically acclaimed albums yeah. about how he has fucked up relationships with women yeah and with sex in general right and then when it came out everyone went what (laughs) yeah like okay it's kind of we can't bury our heads in the sand if you celebrate the person for having this problem right for you know 15 years (laughs) right you have to know you pay you played a little bit into it it, it's kind of like louis ck yeah he talked about it. He all the time. All the time. <laughs> His whole thing was I am a piece of shit. Yeah. Here here's 18 stories about me masturbating in a disgusting way. And then when he masturbated in a disgusting way, everyone went, "Whoa!" Wait, where did that come from? And one that I always remember about him masturbating rats. Yeah. <laughs> and that I'll never forget. Yeah, man. <laughs> like there, there's some responsibility where you can't yeah, oh, just yeah. blame yeah. the people who got to that height, <laughs> right? And be like, I thought they were kidding. No, yeah. no, you did not. <laughs> you knew, or uh, like in a in a uh, musician area. Well, I thought it was artistic license. Yeah, it was artistic license with their fucked up issues. <laughs> exactly. 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 Because uh, everyone has issues. Everyone has issues. Um, not it, not excusing the issues. Right. Everyone should have to deal with the ramifications of what they did. Of course. And, and, and no one should hurt anybody. But you can't be surprised when Jesse Lacey, it turns out, has weird sex stuff. Yeah. And has done gross things. Because he's been <laughs> telling you for years. He, he wrote multiple albums <laughs> where that is mentioned yes so yes exactly exactly anyway we should all have be... to say limousine's a really good song and yeah. it has nothing to do with any of that go listen to it <laughs> and as far as you know connor obers doesn't hurt anybody right but he clearly has issues with alcohol and drugs yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he he's hurt people but not in that way more himself yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure he's i mean he's divorced i'm sure yeah. there's been some hurt rocky relationships and hurt because of uh the alcoholism i I don't want to say he's an alcoholic i don't know we don't know but um he definitely has had a few too many drinks (laughs) i think that's a safe multiple times on stage sure and it has uh not gone well he's he spoke his mind yeah yeah well it's uh, after um so when he came to nashville he went on a rant 
about yes. uh, the Confederacy and how the Ryman Auditorium used to have Confederate stuff up. Sure. Which he's not wrong, but it right. was a very long-winded rant. Sure. And it was like a week later. Uh, I can't remember. It may have been Cleveland. I can't remember where he was at. He ended up leaving the stage after like two uh, songs. I thought this was in Texas, maybe. Was it in Texas? Maybe. I can't remember yeah. where it was. He he just bailed on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not going well. No. no. Which hurts me because Connor is, Connor Oberst is one of the people yeah. that his lyrics have changed the way I've thought about music. I don't want yeah. bad things to happen. No, not at all. Oh, not at all. No, not at all. I mean, I don't want bad things to happen to anyone, even Imagine Dragons. Well, maybe a little. I mean, uh, you, you feel uh, maybe a little. Would bad would bad things improve their music? Maybe that's it. I don't know. They, I feel, they would have something to actually write about. I feel like the bad. Well, yeah, that could be. <laughs> that could be. And and it's, apologies if Imagine Dragons like comes from like a broken home or something. Yeah. But you do. I mean, I do feel now. Okay, I. I'm gonna float this. Okay. I grew up thinking maybe this is because I grew up through like the grunge era. I grew up thinking that you needed pain to be an artist. Yeah. I don't really... That's a popular opinion, by the way. I don't really believe that. Right. Um, I think a lot of great art has been made by well-adjusted, healthy people. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of art has also been made by not well-adjusted people who have been through some shit. Both are true. Yeah. I, I don't think pain is required to make great art anymore. I don't think it is. I think it depends on the art you're making. Yes. So... Um, okay, we'll go back to uh, we, we were talking about Kurt Cobain earlier, earlier today. before we, because we started apparently recording. grunge tarot cards yeah. exist, yeah, <laughs> fucking awesome. Anyway, shout out to T Kurt Cobain, yeah. Would Nirvana songs be any good, yeah, if he was writing from a place of contentment and no. happiness? No, it, it depends what you're trying to write, exactly. Well. And, I mean, I think you can make the argument that you can't separate the two. No. Like, you would not have uh, something in the way mm -hmm. if Kurt had not been through yeah. a lot of pain. I, I, and I don't, I don't think you have to go through the pain to make the music. Right. Or, I right. mean, any art. Yeah. You don't have to go through that pain, but it depends what, like, if you want to express the pain that you've gone through. Right. That's the perfect outlet. It's, yes. Uh, it's cheaper than therapy. <laughs> it might actually make you money. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> it, it, if you don't have that pain, and like Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl's a great... He does not have that pain. He, he I, I just listened to his autobiography. Oh, yeah. I didn't read it. Right. Um, it, that is a guy who enjoys his life. And expresses joy at everything that has happened in life. Yeah. And the Foo Fighters music does the same thing. I don't love it. I don't love the Foo Fighters, but that's yeah. just not my personal taste. It works. That's another artistic yeah. avenue. It clearly works. And so. Well, and, and I think, you know, I always defend the first couple Foo Fighters records. Yeah. Like the first two. 
but it's hard not to see those records as him processing yeah what he went through with nirvana and and then as he as he aged he had a family whatever right the music has gotten worse well worse in my opinion but (laughs) yeah me too more focused on positive yeah things which isn't wrong it's just another way of going about i think the important thing is expressing whatever is happening yes exactly whether it's good or bad and at the end of the day Dave Grohl is a much better role model mm-hmm. than Kurt Cobain. Oh, much. <laughs> yeah, everyone should want to be like Dave Grohl. Yes. I, there's not anything that Dave Grohl has ever done that I've seen where I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I mean, even to the point, so in Kansas City, when I, you know, growing up, uh, Topeka and Wichita were right there. Mm. The Westboro Baptist Church showed up at all sorts of things things protesting for those who don't know it's a group of christians christians no one no one owns them they're not a part of the denomination they are so anti-gay that all of the church denominations went whoa 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 (laughs) (laughs) we can't be tied to that that's ridiculous um, but they protest. God out. hates fags, all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, part, so, part of my language. But this is, it's important. This is what you they have say. to know. Yeah. yeah, this is what they say. Um, and that's, that is, you know, everywhere. Yeah. If you're in Kansas City. I think it's died down now that the the main Fred Phelps guy died oh, a little bit. Oh, he's dead. Yeah, he, he kicked it. He's burning in hell next that's to Hitler. That's cool. Yeah. Um, anyway. Get, getting that pineapple up the ass every day. <laughs> Little Nicky. Um. <laughs> um, but they would they would come and for whatever reason pick it outside of Foo Fighters concerts. What they they, they chose random things what that happened. Fuck? Anyone big, they're like, yeah, you like homosexuals. And you're, okay, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not like. No one that I'm aware of in the Foo Fighters is is the, uh, the Foo Fighters didn't pull a Macklemore gay. and yeah and marry a bunch of gay couples at the Grammys. <laughs> right. Like that's not a thing that happened. They didn't even do a Sam Smith and R- do a like a right. body song. <laughs> <laughs> um, but instead of just ignoring them or getting mad at them, right? Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters, the whole group, just trolled them. Over and that's, over. That's awesome. And so during the show, no, oh, before, before while they the were show. picketing. Ah. So there was one specific one I remember where they uh, they rented a flatbed truck <laughs> and and dressed up as country musicians. Oh, and boy. drove around them playing a a song they had written about um, how messed up the. Westboro Baptist Church. <laughs> That's amazing. I, it's just I love stuff that. like that. You're yeah. like Dave Grohl is a good person. He's a good person, yeah. <laughs> and I love that he. Anytime you hear him talk when he's addressing young people, mm-hmm. he tells them to just like get in a room and start a band yeah. and just play and don't worry about it. And, I I want I want Dave know? Grohl to adopt me. Right. <laughs> he's like. I mean, it really is like a ray of light, uh-huh. it, you know, and, and in a world where like 
kids are kind of consumed with more the fame side of making music than the like making music side of making music. Right. He's like, just get in a room and fucking play together. You know, like, I don't know. That's so encouraging. That's what, that kind of thing is what made me want to do it in yeah. the first place, you know? Yeah. I, we need more Dave Grohl's in the world, yes. but more Kurt Cobain music. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And maybe this is a poor example that occurs to me now, because like, well, I'm not going to say, I don't know why Talking Heads is sticking out to me. Okay. Now, in recent years, I think David Byrne from Talking Heads has figured out that he probably has autism or Asperger's. Yeah. And that is its own sort of pain, mm -hmm. you know. However, they don't seem to be a band that rolls around in pain. That's The same true. way Nirvana does. And also, I think they made a lot of great music. So, like... I don't know. It just you, just you as a counterexample. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to. Paul Simon's Graceland. Yeah, is a gloriously positive. Most album. Paul Simon. Most Paul music. Simon. Yeah, and Paul Simon goes down in history as one of the best songwriters mm -hmm. of all time. Um, Tom Petty. Tom Petty. I, I don't have any. Uh, like, I don't feel like I've ever heard a Tom Petty song that is drenched in pain. No. And there. Tom Petty needs more attention paid to him. Yes. Because those are the simplest songs ever written. Yes. And they're so good. <laughs> the simplest and the best. <laughs> they're so good. I mean, if you if you can sit here and honestly say you do not like Tom Petty, mm -hmm. then you should turn off the show right now. It, well, if you can sit here and say that you don't like Tom Petty, you just haven't heard the right Tom right. Petty song, because there's one out there that you'll like. Exactly. There is at least one <laughs> Tom Petty song for everybody. As you said, they are remarkably simple, uh -huh. but they connect yeah. in a way that, like, if I sat down and wrote a song with the same chords mm -hmm. as the Tom Petty song right now, it would not connect. You. Tom Petty songs are so simple that anyone listening that can play any instrument, give yourself 15 minutes, you can learn yes. the Tom Petty song of your choice. Yes. Not a knock against Tom Petty. That's how good the songwriting is. You don't care. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know who's been blowing my mind lately? Um, and in a way, I feel feel like she is like the female version of tom petty in a way okay the pretenders okay have been blowing my mind i've always liked brass That's and a pocket decent comparison right thank you yeah thank you i've always liked brass and pocket um i am a now not everyone loves this song but i'm a huge fan of i'll stand by you yeah which is their big ballad um, of course there's like chain gang, I, you know, I'll stand. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to take it one step further. All right. I'll stand by you is their free fallen. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> exactly. It's their free fall. It's, it's the ballad that you're not really going to like, but you know it. Yeah. And if it, if it played, you're going to sing it. I do so. think it's a powerful song. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Chrissy Hine and the pretenders are like right there with Tom huh. Petty and the Heartbreakers as like American. I'm, you know what, rock and roll. I never would have thought about that. Right, but you're right. Thank you, dude. <laughs> Thank I'm, you. I'm gonna co-sign this. All right, it's right here on this podcast. The pretenders are Tom Petty. Yes, 
And it might be just because the algorithm plays them back to back for me a lot. That makes sense. But there we go. <laughs> the 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 robots agree with us. The robots agree. And really. Yeah. As long as we're pleasing our AI overlords, isn't that the main thing? Well, more and more, I think that's what we're supposed to do. That's what we have to do or they're going to get us. Yeah. It's very important. It is. Not to go on another tirade, but it is so important. <laughs> you, you don't want the robots mad. The number. Yes, you don't want the robots mad. Again, the de- another de- one more depressing thing about this town <laughs> okay. is the number of conversations I've had with people mm-hmm. about the algorithm oh, as it pertains to their music and their stardom, if you will. The, okay. The number of people. I've so, had what that do you tell with. them? I don't tell them anything. I just Are listen. They, they're just telling you what they think the secret is? They're telling me because I don't know enough about it to even begin. Okay, well, this is my assumption. Yeah. If you want to trick the algorithm, okay. you either spend a bunch of your money yes. paying people to listen to your music. Sure. Or your label spends a bunch of their money paying people to listen to your music and that's how post malones happen <laughs> i don't know that for a fact but it's my guess <laughs> um now i feel bad for throwing post malone under the bus his music's garbage but he may be a good person i don't know i mean who knows yeah i was gonna do a sushi jackknife there but now I feel like we have to talk about Post Malone. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Post Malone. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Sushi Jackdaw. Sushi Jackdaw. Thank you. Was that he used to be Malone, and he's not Malone anymore? Well, that was he's he was previously now. Malone. Now he's post Malone. Yeah, and this is just for Roy. He was recently in Kansas City, and he saw a guy with a giant Kansas City Chiefs tattoo on the back of his head. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Who? You know what? As a Chiefs fan, I do not okay that. <laughs> Very good. <laughs>